Welcome to the Athletic MBA Show, Monday through Friday on the Athletic Podcast Network. I love catching all of y'all's vibes just from the background of the shit. Was just like, <laughs> was just like in the space station, <laughs> just fucking like J King, like in a bunker, <laughs> in a nuclear bunker. Is that a Peloton behind you? <laughs> that is a Peloton. Yeah, <laughs> fucking doing a doing a, a tight twenty with with Cody jumping off the J. Peloton and getting right the, on the, the thing. The Peloton. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. J King just did a fucking <laughs> tour de France, bro. New York strip steak. This is the basketball buds. Braised beef short ribs. With Zach Harper and your favorite athletic writer. Get mad at me, bro. I'm gone. Welcome to the Basket Buds edition of the Athletic NBA Show podcast on the Athletic Podcast Network. I'm Zach Harper. We've got Trevon Edwards. We got Jay King. We got Wozni Lambre. We got Jade Hoy producing. And our special guest from Crooked Media has two new shows on Crooked Media. We've got Take Line with not just Jason Concepcion, but former WNBA star Renee Montgomery unpacking politics and passionate engagement in both the high and low stakes conversations across the wide world of sports and the all new just announced video series, All Caps NBA, where I believe you're teaming up with your Emmy award winning partner, Jason Gallagher, right? Like you guys won an Emmy together and now you're going for another. We did win an Emmy together and you know, it's, uh, it's like LeBron said, you know, (laughs) Not one, not two, <laughs> not three, not four. That's the that's the way we view the world. So it'll be two then. Yeah, it'll be two. So you'll get it one more than this. We're hoping it's two. Jason Concepcion, not just of Crooked Media and those two new shows, which are Take Line is fantastic and and All Caps. We know All Caps NBA will be great, but of New York Knicks fandom. No, oh, that's right. And the Knicks are good. Jesus. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Listen, y- y'all have been talking about it. I appreciate the discourse on this very program that I listen to regularly. Uh, shouts to Dave Dufour, the coward who didn't want to be here today for whatever reason. I'm so sick of this shit. I got to listen to this guy's fucking takes all the time on this podcast. Sounding like a 95 year old man who just got on the internet. Talk about don't tweet about this dunk or that dunk or like just stop it. And now he's not here to take my wrath and I'm mad at him. I'm yeah, angry but there is at somebody him. here. There's there's somebody Jay here. Jay King take is here. Jay King. Jay King is. I don't feel the same about Jay, except when Thank he started you. talking Thank about you. Jay Crowder uh, last week, which was which was wild. But I still. But Jay still comes fin- with the finals MVP. Jay, Jay is Crowder? like so deep. <laughs> yeah, Jay King is Jay is so deep in the sauce. I think is what the issue is. He's just so lost in the sauce that he will come up with this like little nugget of sauce and be like, "This is actually the most important nugget of all time." Jay Crowder, I'm Jay. telling you, every team needs a Jay Crowder. <laughs> Dude, but why? <laughs> because why? he's the Jay Crowder of the pod. Do the Knicks need a Jay Crowder? <laughs> <laughs> is Jay Crowder the truth? I'll take that as a compliment. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> um, the Knicks. So the Knicks. I've I've Fantastic. guaranteed, I've guaranteed on NBA Radio on Sirius wow. XM wow. that the Knicks will avoid the play-in tournament. Okay? okay, so that does mean either a top six seed or a bottom five team in the East. But I do believe that it's more likely to be a top six 
team in the East because I just think they're going to win enough games and and they play defense. Uh, now, a lot of people, including Howard Beck, have informed me that they have the toughest schedule in the second half of the season. I don't hear Does that, that worry you? I don't yeah. want to hear that shit. Let's start with the negative, first of all. Yes, of course. They had the like 29th hardest schedule to begin the season. They had basically the easiest <laughs> schedule to begin the season. And now they're having what is uh, measured to be the third worst, third hardest. On top of that, they have been outperforming uh, opposing three-point shots Okay, by a wide margin. Fine, 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 fine. I still believe in them. And you got to get lucky somehow. And these, you know, the the schedule, that's not something they control, but they killed what they had. And uh, listen, it's been a little rocky to start this part of the schedule, but then they uh, beat the uh, the Thunder the other night. And well, RJ was fantastic. And I believe in this team. And listen, aside from like the statistical stuff that you, you know, the opposing uh, three pointers will come back to earth that some there'll be some kind of correction there and certainly the uh, strength of schedule there'll be some kind of correction there at the same time the way this team is organized is makes sense it's coherent for the first time in a long time like they're doing things that make sense whether they will still be as effective as they were in the first half of the season remains to be seen but they look like an actual basketball team not like just a traveling <laughs> circus J- jason I, you know <laughs> I love talking to Knicks fans. Obviously, grew up with a bunch of Knicks fans, <laughs> people in my family, oh my go, friends, my homies texting me every time Emmanuel quickly walks and chews gum at the same time. Let's go! <laughs> I want to know your journey into this season because I know for me, when I saw they hired Tibbs after the um, Leon Rose, who I still can't believe isn't black, um, CAA whole thing, right? Shouts to White Neons. <laughs> After the whole CAA, I was like, wow, are they really going to just do the traveling CAA party this entire season? Like the yeah. process of getting here started off very questionably and shaky for me. Sure. I was definitely questioning where were you at okay. when they hired Tibbs? When, you know, uh, oh, we're bringing in Worldwide West. Steve Stout is in charge of marketing. Like, wait, like yeah, where I mean, are you was, at? That was, that, that was, let's, let's, let's forget. Let's, let's, uh, the Steve Stout chapter in this story, I'm just going to forget that that <laughs> happened right now because that was, that was one of those things where like if the Steve Stout part of the rollout happened as the fourth step, not the first step, it wouldn't have been nearly as big an issue, right? But it's like, if you're talking rebrand first, then then that's the wrong order to do things. You need to change the product before you t- start talking about the rebrand. That said, uh, Tibbs, I talked myself into it pretty quickly. I think he's, you can look at the track record everywhere he's been. He has, like... Minutes aside, the way he plays guys aside, uh, he's moved the needle in terms of making teams better on offense and defense on both sides of it. Uh, players that were marginal gave you gave him absolutely max, max, max effort. You know, Nate Robinson, DJ Augustin, you going on and on with these players that uh, he's given his trust and have returned that 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 uh, investment to him. 
And so I was happy about it. The other thing is like, you know, our core of RJ and Mitch, these are young guys. They got a lot of mileage on those legs left to burn. So I I wasn't (laughs) terribly worried about them. (laughs) Wasn't terribly worried about the minutes. And I think the issue with like uh, communication with players, I think with Leon Mm. and Wes on board, you allow them to handle that part of it. And, you know, Tibbs can just worry about uh, getting the team to compete on a night to night basis. And thus far it's worked, you know, like it's clear that, Tibbs wants to win now, right? He has a and bias towards somehow, good players, Jason. Did you see that the other day? Yeah. <laughs> that was my favorite <laughs> quote. I love that. I love that. That was so perfect. Uh, I mean, like, uh, he does have a bias towards good players. That's uh, He will say things uh, like, uh, the players that get minutes for me are the ones who are playing well, which I don't know if that's necessarily the case all the time. That said, listen, the, the thus far, Leon Rose has managed to balance building a team in a responsible way with the clear demand from Tibbs and the, and the coaching staff to try and create something that's competitive now. And it's worked so far, and I couldn't be more happy. Well, is is the door open for them, Trey, to go after the number one seed in the league now that Joel Embiid <laughs> is out for two to three weeks, if not more after being reevaluated in two to three weeks. Cause Trey Joel Embiid scary hyper extension the other night. I've mm-hmm. hyper extended my knee before it sucks. It is a terrifying feeling in your leg when it bends that way. Um, you obviously are coming back from a leg injury. How, how much did you fear for Joel Embiid's season? Oh man, I grabbed my leg. As soon as I yeah. seen it, I thought it was Same. over. Right. Like, I'm just like, yo, are you kidding me? Um, But again, bone bruise still sucks. But, uh, you know, scary, scary situation. And, you know, I'm sure all Philly fans heartbeat stopped right then and there. Um, And hopefully, you know, in the next month, you know, with much needed rest, he'll be able to get back to where he is. Uh, Jay, with with two to three weeks, is that is that going to take him out of MVP? Let's say he's back and he's fine in two to three weeks, right? Let's say three weeks. He's fine. Can he still be your MVP? I mean, he could be. I guess it depends how these weeks go because if they fall apart and then he drags them back to like the two or three seed mm-hmm. um, or maybe even the one seed, then then it looks even better on him that he missed a couple of weeks and they just were trashed during that time. I also think this MVP there's no like clear cut. Last year, Giannis put together just outrageous stats that nobody was going to deny, no matter what. Nobody but this LeBron. Year, even though when enough, he came in second place and said yeah. that the margin was too large, <laughs> but yeah, I still never understand that. It, there were too, it's two confusing statements about losing a, an award. It was that, and then when Trey Young said, "I'm going to prove the four people who voted me Rookie of the Year to be correct." <laughs> It's like, how does that work in the future? That, that's not, that doesn't make any sense. That, I've never understood that. Those four guys, man, yeah. they saw it clearly. But yeah, I, I think, and this injury took me back to kind of how, how far Joel Embiid has come. Mm-hmm. Because for a while, it seemed inevitable right. that he would have a career-ending injury or just Yo, not amount to, to anything. Takes, like, I just hope that he finishes the season. Like, yeah, it was it was yeah. that yeah. that was that the type of situation where we're looking like, dang, I, you know, I'm happy that he got paid. Yeah. Like, oh, he, he can't, can't play, he can't play games. Back games. Right? Like, <laughs> yeah. going to be too hard on his body. Yeah. He was looking like yeah. Greg Oden territory. Games was crazy when you really right. thought about it. He was like, yo, we just want your OMB to play at least 50 games and then that'll be a success. And it's like now Stu's playing out of his mind. You know, what I mean, he's hoping and obviously we had a scare, but I don't think it really 
kind of scrapes it. I think he's still clearly the number one guy right now. His team's sitting pretty in the East. When he incepted the refs into uh, teeing up Donovan Mitchell, that was when he grasped <laughs> the throne. <laughs> that was that was his MVP moment. That for sure. it was unbelievable. He 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 grasped the throne with both hands in that moment. It's like obviously his stats are unreal. Uh, it's but the as you mentioned, like the race isn't super cut and dried. Like a lot of his, a lot of Embiid's uh, uh, case rides on the fact that the Sixers are are top of the top of the conference, right? And and Jokic is crushing it in basically every statistical category, but the Nuggets have been kind of up and down. They've been there. They, they're where they are purely because of him. And then LeBron is just LeBron. So I think, yeah, this, this is going to be, it's going to be really interesting what happens to the Sixers right now, being as his, you know, Bede's case is, is a lot about how well the Sixers are playing. But like, for me, when he did that, when he got the the refs to actually tech up Mitchell, that was that was MVP. For yeah, me. and his competitors aren't gonna run away with this thing, right? Like the Nuggets aren't gonna all all of a yeah. sudden become a top two team in the West. Um, LeBron and the Lakers, who I, I watched that indie game, and it was the perfect Lakers special where. They did absolutely nothing for most of the game and then did just <laughs> enough to squeak by like like a bunch of seniors, senioritis. This season is senioritis for the Lakers. By the way, it's, that game was so oh, yeah. trash. I was like pulling my eyebrows out, bro. Like, it was so bad. Look, no, no offense, to, no offense to him, but like any any game where like I'm like, wow, Malcolm Brogdon's like killing right now. Any game like it's not a good Yo, game. Yo, the not takes were so right? crazy like, though, just, Zach. Like, listen. He had 20 in the first quarter, right? And I'm like, cool. All of a sudden, yeah, don't the Bucks miss, you know, don't the Bucks miss him? I'm just like, bro, don't do that, bro. They're, no, they're, they're doing Holiday. way fine, bro. And then Holiday. all of a sudden, <laughs> you know, this game's dragging out. We're talking about Brogdon and LeBron getting at it, sharing, you know, rifting back and forth. And I'm just like, yo. I know LeBron caught, I mean, uh, Brogdon <laughs> caught LeBron during his rookie year and they got some like history and whatnot, but, and most people forgot about that, but that it's the Pacers yeah, I, and yeah, I'm just not, I'm not doing all that. <laughs> so it, it was just a funny situation that they're that bad and the Lakers could kind of squeak by just even on their worst game. I wasn't planning on talking about this, but I'm curious how Pacers fans feel now uh, because everything that went bad last year, it was oh Nate McMillan, you know this Nate <laughs> McMillan guy, and now like they're they're having a lot of the same struggles, and there's some weird like decision making from Nate Bjork. Grin, <laughs> that's how you say his name, and and now like I don't see the same stuff out of out of Pacers Twitter, whatever that is. Um, but curious. I'm just curious if that's curious. Wise, if you have a the Hoosiers, yeah. oh. Oh. if you build a 1990s <laughs> roster. You shouldn't expect them to play like a 2021 team. Like it's, it's not going to be the coach. If you put if you put Sabonis and Turner next to each other, and it's Malcolm Brogdon and TJ Warren and shit are your best perimeter players, 
what are you expecting? Do you, are you expecting like pace and space and beautiful? Like, you, know, you, oh, you got like people. You got grit Twitter screaming about TJ Warren. You got grit Twitter screaming about TJ McConnell. Like I, I just, I, I was ready to turn grit it off. Twitter. Man, grit Twitter was balling. <laughs> he had five steals on that, five but that possessions. That turned you and Dave before on, bro. That was gross. Like, yeah, I'm not trying to watch this. I'm not trying to watch this Aaron Kraft basketball. Okay, we left that at Ohio State. Don't talk about TJ McConnell. Was going to get mad? Three charges, bro. Like his, <laughs> his no. highlight makes does fit your charges. Like <laughs> we're not watching Wisconsin Badger basketball. It, it that's not, that's not what we do in the NBA. I'm done with that. A white guy, a gritty white guy, playing in the NBA at all Uh-oh. is like Kurt Heinrich University, bro. A certain crowd off. We get it. But what, then you what, put him in a well, city like Boston or Indiana, and it just becomes unbearable. <laughs> And even Philly is slightly one of those cities where, oh, we're tough, hard-nosed, tough-minded city. Oh, we're gritty. We're blue-collar. Blah, 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 blah. And then you throw a TJ McConnell in that mix, and I just, I literally just have to throw up sometimes. We need that TJ McConnell mix. That's all, that's all charges with, like, Fallout Boy. Is the song, oh, 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 and then it's just TJ McConnell like falling down in slow mo. boy, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. Oh, speaking of fallout, here's a segue. Um, getting back to this Joel Embiid injury fallout, mm. will they be able to be carried by one of the most overrated players oh, in the league, man. Ben Simmons, according what? to Justin Kutcher of the Washington Wizards broadcast? Jade, play the tape. Yeah, I mean, I've said it before. And I'll, I know I'll take flack for it as Westbrook is at the free throw line as the call on the floor stood the challenge by Doc Rivers. I think Ben Simmons is one of, if not the most overrated players in the NBA. And he's gotten so much love and attention that people aren't paying attention to what Tobias Harris is actually doing on the floor. You don't, okay, we don't. We're not hearing that in real time. That's a post production thing right there. But he did say he used. It was weird. Like he just he used. He wanted to say good things about Tobias Harris, and in the process, just decided to take just a dump on Ben Simmons go, on the air. And then, <laughs> whoa, 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 sugar spice. I'm just gonna roll through that stop sign. And then, and then tweeted later. Yep, I said that Ben Simmons is one of the most overrated players in the NBA, and I stand by it. I didn't say he was bad, just not as good as everyone makes him out to be. Great defender, def- potential DPOY, but I think he's made all-league, all-star teams based on hype. Good night. And so here are my thoughts on that real quick. One, you can't make the all-star team as a reserve based on hype. <laughs> the coaches don't give a shit what people think of, of Ben Simmons. They care about what they think or what their assistants who voted think of Ben Simmons. Like that's So the all-star team, no. All league, okay, um, maybe. I think he's pretty good. Yeah, but I mean, maybe. rest in peace um, to Kobe. But remember, he made a bunch of all defensive teams that were like, "Yo, really? Yeah, for, so for you sure." Can make he it did. Hype he did towards the end. Sure. You can. Yeah, you can. Um, it's just harder right. now with the vote being public. And then this is something like, let's say, you know, we'd love to do it. He's only twenty four years old, so he's only twenty four years old. Um. Let's say he never gets an ounce better than he is. He's going to finish with like a handful of all NBA, a handful of all-star selections, maybe a DPOY or two. Um, And if he keeps these averages for 10 years, he's going to finish with like 16,000 points, 8,000 boards, 8,000 assists for his career, which only Jason Kidd and LeBron James have done. 300 would have been Um, the group. 
<laughs> yeah, but what the fuck's wrong with that? Like, what's wrong with that? See? Like, that's a good player. Would I like? We could say like, I don't know if I'd want to build my team around him in a modern league. All that bullshit, right? We get into that. But this is my issue with the overrated, underrated thing. Is I can search Ben Simmons overrated and Ben Simmons underrated on Twitter and get an even number of of replies and tweets and everything. So what does that mean? What is the ratedness of Vincent? First of all, I want to say this this rant by the announcer was awesome. Anytime a, a play-by-play guy <laughs> of course. just goes out of his way to shit on someone for no reason. Here we go. I'm no. there for it. He going to blame it on his blood Se- sugar, bro. Watch out. I'm glad, I'm glad, that, I'm, I'm glad all, that I'm here. Second of all, I actually I'm glad think that I'm here to witness this I am this totally in against what he actually said. Ben Simmons at one point was probably overrated. Now – all everybody wants to talk about is what he can't do. And and everyone wants to talk about how broken the jumper is. And it, it is as broken as anything's ever been. But he does everything <laughs> else, every other thing. And he's become such a great defender. I actually think he's underrated. And the the fact that that this guy claims he's so overrated to to hype up Tobias Harris. Like Ben Simmons is <laughs> better than Tobias what, Harris. What did Tobias Harris do to you, bro? The, that but that but 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 that was the that was the main situation for me. It's like, wait, all you doing all of this in service of a Tobias Harris's dope take? Yeah, that was that's wild. Hey, you know what's crazy, Ross? He probably got a top shop card. That's the, the top shot card, and that's why he wants to big up Tobias. Oh, <laughs> he's trying to raise the. He's trying to raise. He's trying to raise. Artificially inflating his top shot. Um, stop. I would buy a top shot of a- the play-by-play guy rant, though. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I have a I have a Tyrese Halliburton rookie, and I've been doing everything in my power to hype that card as much as possible. It's 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 crazy. I'm not above it. And the thing about Ben Simmons is I think I do think there was a point where it was a little overrated in the height of, you know, these crazy hinky files and the process and we got Ben Simmons and so it was worth it and blah 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 blah. Like it was a point where the chatter was crazy, but once you get put on the trading block and you're under team control and you're his age. And you've made all stars in um, all defensive teams, et cetera, et cetera. You're no longer overrated. Your team was willing to freaking trade your ass, get you out of town. You know what I'm saying? So like, Ben Simmons overrated is just a, that take is cooked. It's over. Like they they tried to trade his ass. He's not overrated anymore. It's not like Jay King's boys. And that regime over there, oh, the kids are Whoa! so precious and untouchable. They're probably, we can't, we could never part with our precious babies. Peyton Pritchard, he's not going anywhere. That's a selfie for life. Whoa. It's not like that. Play the fallout boy for Peyton say, Pritchard once again. Those kids are overrated or they're overrated by their management. Um, But Ben Simmons doesn't fall into their category anymore. Not one bit. I think it's I I think it's a little I, I agree with all all y'all. I think it's a little complicated because you know if the Fultz pick pans out we're not talking about this because that was the perfect player that the Sixers needed, right? right? And we wouldn't Ben Simmons's uh weaknesses wouldn't be highlighted in quite quite the same way. I don't think we'd be having this conversation because really what we're talking about is or if Ben they just Simmons kept Jimmy can't Butler. be yeah, uh, yes, yes, that's it. <laughs> really what we're talking about is Ben Simmons can't be your like 
second go-to, top two go-to scorer superstar on your team if you want to win a title. That's what we're talking about. Can he be your third best player and play off the ball? Yes, clearly yes. But again, I think I agree with you, Zach, and, and everything you guys have said in the sense that we talk too much about like what he can't do. At the same time, like we have all of this evidence postseason after postseason of teams scheming for a particular player that can't shoot, standing five feet off of them and daring them to do it, and that spinning a series. Right. Um, but I agree. I think I think that I think that Ben Simmons is underrated at this point. But they do Certainly that with Draymond. With the, his too. contributions on both sides of the ball. Yeah. And with Draymond, like it never mattered because all the stuff he does matters more. And I think if Ben Simmons had obviously the cast of the Warriors, but I think like if, if he just had that one scoring guard around him, all of a sudden it opens him up to do even more stuff. Yeah. And, and I just think like his flaws make it tougher to build around him. But if you can, he's just a ridiculously helpful player. It's wild to think that the <laughs> the Sixers essentially traded up in the draft to get Markel Fultz just to end up with Tyrese Maxey because that's what happened. Like they, they traded up, they, they draft Markel Fultz and then they moved him to Orlando for Jonathan Simmons, a second round pick that actually ended up being Carson Edwards. Shout out Jay King. And, uh, and, and the pick that ended up being Tyrese Maxey. And, and it's just, it's, it's so like, I didn't even think of that, Jason, when you said if the Fultz pick, you know, works out, then we're not talking about this. And, and now like, they just don't have that other guy. Unless, I mean, unless you believe Tobias Harris is that other guy, like then, then they fully have that. But also with all that said, so they just don't have that other guy. But if Joel Embiid <laughs> is healthy and plays like what he yeah. was doing all season, I don't think it fucking matters. Like, I don't think yeah. I am interested, like a potential healthy nets, healthy Sixers series, conference finals, wherever that ends up being. I'm into that. I think the Sixers probably need one more dude on the wing to defend, but there is going to be a point where Joel Embiid is just a bully if he's healthy based on how Doc Rivers has helped kind of unlock everything. And I don't know. I don't know what you do with that. If you're the rest of the league, like it's, it's this tired thing of like, Oh, the big man's back. Big man never went away. They just didn't have Joel Embiid. Like Joel Embiid's the big man now to, to make Ben Simmons deficiencies completely irrelevant because that, because he is, I mean, maybe I'm just too high on Joel Embiid, but I've always thought like he's that good. Where he can break, he can break anything, not just on his own body. <laughs> I mean, but but the thing is, he has shown himself to be a defensive player of the year level guy, and he's done it in the playoffs, in big games like that. And you know, it gets told over and over again. But they lost that Raptors game seven by um, eight points. Um, I mean, by one point, and he was plus eight in the 45 minutes that he played. They got smoked in the three minutes that he didn't, and that was the difference, right? Like, he's done it against really good competition in the playoffs, right? Like, you know, it's this Stugatz thing. Do it again, and then do it in the playoffs. And then do it the next year, And then do it again next year (laughs) in the playoffs again, right? Um, So he's shown himself to be that type of big-time guy now, who knows what they're going to do in the playoffs about crunch time possessions and getting him the rock. And can you run an offense through a big man in crunch time, which I think that answer's already been answered because I watched Nikola Jokic do it last postseason. Yeah. 
You can do where a he was yep. the dude they ran everything through the down the stretch, right? So I'm I'm with Zach, man. I think Embiid is incredible. I thought you know, I think it's hilarious and it kind of speaks to process culture that there was even a question at any point <laughs> whose quote unquote team it was. Because well, I was just never gonna let this this I, process I, no, thing no, go. I can't, I can't. I can't. Yes. They did. They threw a parade for him at the. Remember the bar, the this the hinky parade. That was that was disgusting. <laughs> that was the right to Ricky Sanchez Christ. podcast. Those people are are. No, 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 no. Too They're many crazy. people. No, 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 no. Too many That's people <laughs> with real jobs who pay their bills on time. Like these people are responsible <laughs> for stuff and like they, live to, they showed Evan up to that party. That was a live they look had to at the Rick Ross Evan meme. Turner pick and rolls with Spencer Hawes for like three years. They get to celebrate Sam Hinky. Okay, shouts to, they didn't shouts have to, to Spencer Hawes. Lock her up. No, oh. don't do that. <laughs> Please don't shout off to him. Just a reminder that you can find Jason Zuckerman on Rookie Media now. <laughs> the intersection between sports and politics. Don't do that. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, hey, I just produced episode one of that pod for you, uh, Jason. Uh, my check, uh, my, yeah, my invoice it. will be in the mail, brother. <laughs> um, speaking of shipping people out of town, uh, the, the trade market, I think, is going to be dry as hell. Um, yeah. Too many teams think they're buyers because of the playing tournament, so it turns the uh, the buyout market into something much more manageable and probably fruitful. And so I think, I think PJ Tucker gets moved because there's real value in him getting moved. And it's an easy contract. Andre Drummond um, is, is a buyout guy uh, moving forward. And then they're not going to trade that corpse. That is LaMarcus Aldridge. That's not going to like, that's, <laughs> that's not going to get moved. This whole thing, man, I'm so sick of this shit. I've been saying this for years. All right. I've been saying this for years. Wow. And everyone's like, Oh, you're just being a hater or whatever. I don't give a shit. Yes. I'm being a hater. I don't like watching LaMarcus Aldridge play basketball. I certainly don't like it now that he doesn't, that he can't, he's a shell of a shell of himself. And on top of that, like he just sucks. Uh. <laughs> like compared Damn. to us, yeah, he's amazing. But he's not good anymore. He can't move. Like, remember when Waz shit on Tim Duncan? It was like he's a statue. Like that guy, Aldridge is a statue. Right? Aldridge is a statue. He's not gonna go in and help somebody like win a championship. So Zach, you don't think you don't cause because obviously I'm playing devil's advocate here. Um, because this is what you've been hearing since the news came that the Spurs are gonna part way with him. <laughs> He could give 15 good minutes to a contender. He Total? You know, yeah. Total? I got, I got two spots for him. Boston and Portland. Shit. Man. I like Bo- uh, Jake, would he would he would he actually help Boston? Uh so I don't think anyone wants that contract. I don't think anyone's going to trade for him. If he does get yeah. bought out, there's probably an argument to be made that he could help Boston as a pick and pop guy. Because they don't have a pick and pop guy right now. Like Daniel Tice is probably their best at that position. It could make things easier for some of their ball handlers. I'm with Zach on this one. I'm not really a Lamarcus Aldridge guy. He's going to pick stage. and pop his I way out of the really... first round. They're going to get eliminated if they start playing Lamarcus Aldridge. <laughs> big minutes. Yeah, I'm not sure he's better than any of their centers. Wow. Maybe Tristan Thompson. I would is Daniel Tice throw, better than LaMarcus Aldridge? I would at this rather stage? throw six foot three Grant Williams out there at center than LaMarcus Aldridge at this point. Wow. He's a, he's a solid okay, six. Y'all, six being rude. y'all being straight over. <laughs> yeah, this is Zach. I'm going to just, Zach, just, just, just ask him for the fade. Just tweet him and just say, look, line it up. This boy, bro. And Jay, make sure you. That's the thing. I don't think he can catch me. I'm slow as hell. Jay, make sure you put the ether behind that rant that he, that he did two minutes ago. 
Oh, I just, I just <laughs> run a serpentine. He's just gonna fall over. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. Honestly, I, I'm, I'm still high on LMA. Not high, but I'm medium on him. I will say that. I think that he still can add something. I just don't know where and what, what people. What do we think? Go ahead, Jay. He thinks he's accomplishing by wanting out. Like, does he think he's going to get more minutes, more touches? Does he think he's going to help a contender? Like, he's on a team that's going to be in the playoffs in the West that's 19 and 15 that has some good young talent, and he's averaging 13 points a game. It's not like he's a nothing player for them. I I don't get what he wants to accomplish or what he thinks is going to happen by him He's trying to skip the line and get the vaccine. That's what he's trying to do at this point. Because, I mean, you, you, you're hearing from other friends that, that things are going great. Tell me that's not readily available in Texas right now? Like, yeah. that's, no one's taking it in There's Texas. Thing. He's, trying to get the, he's trying to get the Moderna they offer in the Johnson Johnson in San Antonio right now. <laughs> but overall, like, think about this. He's hearing the, 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 the roars in everybody else's locker room saying, like, oh, if you come over here and you do this, you know what I mean? Because playing for the Spurs and making it into the playoffs and taking a choir route like DeMar – Probably an early exit and you get to go to Cancun early, right? Well, not Cancun because sure. it's, you know, it's shutdown season. But um, by May, maybe the, you know, you can fly anywhere. Um, but if you get into a locker room that actually contends, maybe you get to the second round or third round. And I think that's what he's trying to sign on to play for. Not a championship because I don't think that an acquisition of an LMA now is going to guarantee that. I think that. Maybe, like Jay said, Boston doesn't have a pick-and-pop guy, but, like, at a a certain expense, nah, they're not making that. I mean, Boston fans shouldn't want that either unless they can get him cheap, like how Brooklyn got Blake Griffin for, you know, a bag of of, uh, New York Garden peanuts. Maybe that tuna think, loaf that's in the that's in the media room. Does they still have that tuna loaf in the media room? That thing is wrapped. nasty as hell. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> so Zach mentioned Portland, um, which is just hard to see that happening because he was such yeah. a diva leaving out of town. He was bitching and moaning about Dame Lillard's billboards and. You know, like he he was he 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 was a, a bit of. But a, he and Dame made up, right? Did they? Yeah, they did. Yeah, okay. Well, yeah. I think they did. It's it's, it's, it's you know. rumblings of a of a reunion, so we'll see. Okay, okay, and you know because he he um I guess owns a house in Orange County here in Southern California. Naturally, the Clippers and Lakers, which came is very up. random. That is very random, random like, for a guy. Like, boy, you couldn't just go to the South Bay. But, hold on, <laughs> you J- had to go all the way to OC to get a <laughs> Jason, do we, do we think Kawhi still lives in San Diego and he's coming up here two hours every day? Like, do, is that still happening? It's a great question. I think yes, because Kawhi just seems like a creature of habit. He's not a guy to get a new house that's closer to the arena because people aired him out for driving two hours <laughs> both ways to get to work. Uh, it's wild to me that that's a decision he made. Uh, I would also... I just need to know, like, does he drive himself? Does somebody drive him? Does he take a helicopter? Like, what is happening? <laughs> but that is the thing that I would bet that Kawhi is still doing, driving all the way to Orange Amtrak, County. maybe? You think he's just taking the train? Just, <laughs> just blowing up every day? Just like not 8 a.m. train from, not from San Diego. He's on it every single morning. Amtrak. He, can't, he can't be doing that. But do you – so, but to get back to LMA, like, when they talk about the Lakers yeah. and the Clippers – 
Um, the Clippers' center rotation is Serge and Zub. Um, the Lakers' right. center rotation is, I know we're not supposed to say this, but it's AD, <laughs> Montrez Harrell, and right. Mark Gasol, who, you know, you've heard the reports that management has been disappointed with his output. So, yeah, I don't know. Is, is LMA an upgrade over what Gasol has given the Lakers yeah. so far? Hell Yeah. What are we talking about? Yes. yes. No, 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 no. No, you're bugs. No. You're bugs. He's like a du- Zach. he's like a duplicate. No, he he's like the worst move, duplicate Zach. of what Zach, they have. He can't move. Except he Zach. can't stretch. Like at least Marcus Gasol could kind of like space the that's floor crazy. a little bit. He stretches, but he can't reach Zach, his toes. Ra- like that's Zach, I'd rather you say that you don't even like that man at this point, bro. No, I just no, come on. Let one, I'll say that like I've never enjoyed his game. Right, like it's never. I've never even when he's cooking. I'm never like, yay! We get to watch Marcus Aldridge drop forty. I've never enjoyed his game, but like at this point, he cannot move. Like Jason, like Marcus Aldridge, at least he's not playing well, but he's moving defensively. Right. See that? I mean, the thing that they miss is that kind of like physicality of of Dwight, um, and you're not getting that with LMA. And well, what about in, Drummond? If they went and, out and, and got would, Drummond, like as a buyout, that's guy. the move. That's the move that you want. But yeah, I'm not taking. I'm not so, taking so Gasol got, over. Wait, 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 wait. You guys are against LaMarcus Aldridge because I'm he's not, not good. I'm enough. rolling, Jay. But but Andre Drummond will move the needle for you guys. No, 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 no. no. I, Andre Drummond has not can, has not played like winning basketball to to you know grab a phrase from grit twitter uh winning basketball in a couple of years but or, or if ever but he at least can move right like you have to put him in certain situations to be successful but like aldrich if he's gonna go score for you cool but like the lakers have kuzma to go get some random buckets for them right like yeah. the- i'm about to go on my andre drummond rant man I'm about to Do go it. on Andre. The floor Drummond. is yours. The floor is yours, Do, Jay. Do it. My favorite stat of this season. Forget all the great stats of the MVP candidates and all that. The most eye-opening stat from this NBA season is that Andre Drummond, who should only be taking dunks and layups, is shooting less than 50% on two pointers this season. <laughs> In the restricted area, he is shooting 53% from the field. Do you know why he's doing that? It's not just because Cleveland's guards suck. It is because he is fully committed to doing the dumbest shit and to playing the most inefficient brand of basketball that he can possibly do. And if you think Andre Drummond, how old is he now? 30, 31, 29, whatever. He's not, that is. He not oh, 30 he's 31 years old. Bro. Andre Drummond is yeah, not ready to on. change his habits because Andre Drummond's That's, habits, for some reason, have just gotten worse and hey, worse as like he's racism, gotten older. Bro. LeBron James. Le, LeBron James. <laughs> Look, we're not going to talk LeBron down James about brought no black man like Smith. that. <laughs> brought, ja- brought JaVale McGee, brought Dwight Howard to the mountaintop. Yep. You know, he can, J.R. He can, Smith is, if, is 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 patient zero for the 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 sort of um theory that LeBron can through <laughs> through LeBron all things are possible, right? You, um, you want a wild like, look stat? at Trez, bro. Andre, you want a you want a wild stat? Andre Drummond's twenty seven years old. He's twenty seven. Look at you, you trying to wash him all the way up. I take it back. He's ready to change. He's just about to hit his That's prime. Crazy. He's like he's 30, 32, 29. What is he? He's been in the league for it's a while. It's his back here. It's his back here. That's what you. That's what you got caught with. 
Yeah, he's got the mobility the of a twenty-seven-year-old, but the back hair of a sixty-seven-year-old. That's that's the that's the Andre Drummond experience. Well, yeah. I don't right. know, Jason. It, would you want Aldridge or Drummond on the Knicks for the stretch run? No, no. Uh, I I think no. <laughs> Absolutely not. No, no. I mean, like the the mode. Listen, the, things are going great in New York right now, and the mode should be get these young guys their minutes, let them learn how to play in an environment in which these games actually do matter because we're in the mix for the playoffs, and and guys are uh, playing big minutes and scrabbling for their minutes, and just let that happen. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not. Uh, if we're gonna get a vet. Let's get a vet that's going to teach these young guys something about the league about and help them develop, which is development has hey, been Redick. the number one thing that the Knicks, the Knicks have been missing over the course of the last 20 years is a failure to develop young players. They have some nice young players now. I'm not saying they're superstars by any means, but like, let's see how good they can be. And that means they've got to play minutes. That means a mentorship from their vets. That means, uh, you know, uh, having a good uh, line of communication open with their coaching staff. And that's happening right now. So let's like, continue to let that happen without. Would you be open if, to JJ Reddick joining? Yeah, that'd be fun. That'd be, a that's a, I, I he's think a he's vet. mature. He can, yeah. And he adds shooting. Yeah, and they need shooting. I mean, and we does, desperately as need a Knicks fan, Desperately. Does any part of you worry that they're getting just good enough to sign a second tier free agent for $145 million? <laughs> Of course, of course, that's life. That's that's the low grade. That's the low. That's the low grade fear that you live with day in day out when when you're a Knicks fan, and that's just life. But I've learned to live with that, and I live with it. I just I just accept that that could happen at any time. I don't you, think it will happen now. I think the way that Leon Rose has been running the team has been very responsible, and I'm I'm, I'm shocked by that, but it's true. And I, I hope it doesn't happen. But of course, it could. Listen, Dolan had the Knicks. MSG and the and NHL Rangers release a statement name checking on Andrew Cuomo, Governor Andrew Cuomo, who's like in the midst of his fourth federal investigation, <laughs> has six women like credibly uh, <laughs> accuse him of sexual harassment. And they're like, yeah, uh, thanks, Andrew Cuomo. You're great. Like Dolan can rear his head at any time and throw this entire train off the tracks. And that's just the fear that I live with. And then the Patrick Ewing thing too. Patrick Ewing versus MSG. Oh, God. There's always something tough. going on. Always that something going tough. on. That, My favorite is I did. See, I did see a reply where someone was like, "Well, if he just if he just wears his his badge properly, then they can identify that he's allowed." I was like, "It's Patrick Ewing. How do you he's not identify him?" Seven foot one, and he's Pat because Ewing. his hair gone. Like you can't. Well, was. Was he's he's in his fifties now, so he's about six. Oh yeah, he do shrink when now. He get older. He's he shrink. And then his hair is gone. His whole roof is gone. So let me just say, let me just defend the, the security for a second. Some of them, I'm, I'm sure young, maybe not from the generation that would recognize him. Okay, that's fine. Whoever the game day staff is at MSG, they need to know that they have this reputation with Oakley already, but they don't care about their vets. They don't care about their their uh, their great players. And they need to say, they need to put a picture up in the break room and say, this is Patrick Ewing. It's what he looks like now. He's the coach of the of the Hoyas. He's going to be in and out of the building. That's him. He's a legend here. Don't ask for his pass. Just wave him through for any of those security people that weren't of that generation to see him. The problem is they probably have his picture up and it says next to it, like 
Give him as hard a time as possible. Make sure you check his credentials seven or eight times. <laughs> he missed the layup. We have a lot of beef with this guy, even though his number is hanging in the rafter. Uh, it's unfortunate. Spring is the best time to add new challenges to your training just in time for summer and warmer days. I know I'm looking outside right now. Sun's out. Birds are chirping. It's time to start getting outside. Uh, I know that I like to get outside and play basketball with my kids and Honestly, I need to get into a fitness routine in order to keep up with these guys. And Peloton is there for me. Peloton's varying class links were designed with your training plan in mind. Personalize your workout, whether you'd like to add a 10-minute core session at the end of your strength class or take a 60-minute power zone ride to increase your endurance. Peloton classes are designed to help focus on your needs and goals. Peloton's classes were made to challenge you. There are a variety of classes like boot camps, boxing, full body strength, or marathon training, all created to grow your skills or push you to improve in what you're already excelling in. Peloton's program and instruction push you to be your best. Their expert coaches and nonstop vibes will push you to new levels of strength and endurance, keeping you on your toes while giving you the professional coaching you need. Peloton has everything you need to get you where you're going. Whether you prefer to run indoors, row or ride at home, or strength train at the gym, Peloton has something for you. Get your head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Let's, uh, let's, let's finish off this podcast by playing Fraud or Not with, uh, with Jason, because I do. This is my favorite game to play. Uh, the, uh, the game of Fraud or Not is just we will throw out a team or a player with a, uh, a potential, like, ceiling right the theme of this week's power rankings on the athletic for you athletic subscribers out there is can you reach your goals right so i threw a, a realistic goal for every team and then leading up to the trade deadline and the buyout market let them let you know if they need to grab a uh a, another player in order to attain these goals and so with the goals attached this week the utah jazz will be our first team for fraud or not and the goal is <laughs> Make the Western Conference Finals. I will remind you, they have lost both games this week. They just got blown out. Not blown out, but they got handled enough by the Golden State Warriors. Yes, those Golden State Warriors. So, Jason, Nico Mannion era. Or not, quit saying Nico Mannion era, okay? I'm not doing this, Jay. All right? We're not doing the... He was minus seven in this game, and they, they won by like 20. Okay? We're not doing the Nico Mannion era. So, Jason, fraud or not, the Utah Jazz making the Western Conference Finals. Fuck it, they're frauds. <laughs> I, I apologize. I want to say that the, my people in Utah, I care about you. I respect you. I love you. I see you. I understand that you have, you feel a type of way about the way your team is talked about, and and it's not fair to you. Um, at the same time, like uh, you know, I need to see it once with these Utah Jazz, and we haven't seen it since Carl Malone and John Stockton. Uh, the advanced numbers, like you guys, aren't as good as the seventy three win Warriors team. You guys aren't as good as the Kevin Durant Warriors team. It's just not that. Um, and you know, it's a weird season with a lot of weird, uh, results that have happened. We have two centers, uh, in the MVP race. It's just the Knicks are good. There's funky things happening. And I just happen to think, uh, Utah is a little overinflated. That's all still a very good team. So I think this question boils down to if the jazz avoid the Lakers and Clippers in the second round, do we think they lose to Phoenix or Denver, Denver, maybe. Right. Or, maybe the Warriors. Who knows? Or, yeah, sure, the Warriors. I think they probably beat Utah. I mean, excuse me, beat Denver and Phoenix. 
probably fraud. That being I said, they, they, they're frauds. They're frauds. They, 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 it's not. <laughs> they're frauds because this is the thing. Like, I like how you set them up like that. Like he was on their side for a little bit. This is the thing. This is like three card money with them fraud or not. Just like follow the queen, follow the big fraud. Once, once they did the whole small market, everybody's against yeah. us. Nobody wants to see us win because yeah. we're from Salt Lake City. Like there's some kind of Mormon conspiracy happening amongst NBA refs or something. And I loved what KD and LeBron did to them in the All-Star game, which was, <laughs> nah, y'all don't get to talk like that. No, 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 no. Just for that, just for that, we picked you. Motherfucker, I played in Cleveland. KD played in OKC. You telling me, oh, we we couldn't do nothing because we was in trash cities. No, son. Like, it, it, it's, it's insane. It's insane what those dudes said. It just speaks to the mindset of those cats, man. Like, that, that, that turned me against Utah. Real talk. Just the mentality of just like, it's always somebody else's fault. Oh, woe is me. It was bad enough when Rudy Gobert cried about the All-Star game. Then blamed it on his mom. <laughs> Said he was crying for his mom because she well, was sad never he let didn't that make go it. Either. It, was, <laughs> it was bad enough when he gave America COVID nineteen. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, <laughs> oh my god. Hey, we might have to end on that Wait, one. We ain't even gonna get to the other frauds, bro. I, I, but yes, I think we all, I think all five squares <laughs> agree on the fraud. Um, but fraud. I do have too much fun watching him get blocked and dunked on. Too much. It's not even fun. It's not even fair anymore, bro. But yes, Zach, I have them as frauds, bro. So this is just reaching the Western Conference Finals. Yeah. So if I think they're going to reach the Western Conference Finals, they are not a fraud. Correct. Fraud. They are absolutely frauds. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to give you literally any answer. Oh man! Uh, do you think it's oh, Do you think it's great. dawned on Rudy that every documentary about this about the COVID era here in the United States that is will ever be made today, next year, and for the next hundred years, for however long they're making documentaries about about history, that his clip of touching all the mics is going to be in that? Like that's his legacy. Bro, he's going to have a thirty for thirty off of that. Like how it changed his life. And it sucks too because we learned that COVID doesn't travel on surfaces. It doesn't do that. It doesn't do that. But it's like indicative of how little we knew at the time. You know what I mean? Like, but it's crazy. Like that's, it really hit me the other day. Like we're just, there's people that only know him for that. Right. Yo, I tweeted that picture the year ago anniversary and people was like, it went all downhill after that. And I was like, <laughs> that was Damn. the tipping point. So, America would have been fine. If so he didn't touch you the, America would have been fine if he never touched about, those mics. Um, the Rudy thing for me too is because maybe like four days before that, I was at a party in LA at a spot and the bottle service chick came out and she had like a big, like, you know, like a, like, I don't know. It's like those light up posters. They put people's name on it or whatever. Yeah, the yeah. shit said COVID-19 on it. <laughs> <laughs> this is four days before Rudy. This is how serious people were taking it. It was a joke. You know what I'm saying? Like it was literally a joke that people were saying Corona jokes and put a lime in it and all of that shit. So it's like the way Rudy gets killed for that is hilarious. Cause that was indicative of how 
most people were feeling about it. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, it, you know, uh, it's tough. Life's unfair sometimes. I'll still never get over George Sedano saying that Rudy Gobert should have been suspended for the season for, <laughs> for getting COVID. <laughs> I'll never get over that. That's, that's the greatest take we've ever had. Fire him! <laughs> a suspension. Uh, all right. One more fraud or not, and then we'll, and then we'll get out of here. Um, Let's uh, let's go with you know what our good old friends the Milwaukee Bucks they're trying new stuff oh wow they're trying new stuff they're trying to make sure they're playoff they ready that Mike Budenholzer can you know just have an option B should it get to that they got Drew Holiday Chris he Mills. won't use it he won't he use won't. it but he <laughs> yeah, they but have it will he have it right will he have it um, so Jason the Milwaukee Bucks winning the Eastern Conference fraud or not no fraud no absolutely not fraud fraud no 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 no. I don't care what they're doing. We've seen enough from them and from Bud at this point. We know what it is. Oh, no. I Again, I respect everybody in Milwaukee. I think Giannis is incredible, uh, 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 but they are frauds. Uh, it pains me to say it, but they are. Yeah, and, and we've seen Brooklyn play these past few weeks. Yeah. And like, Yo, I don't know how you can scary. watch the Nets play and think Milwaukee's going to they don't even have Kevin times. Durant. No. Yeah, it's like it's scary. they no. won twelve. It's a nightmare for the league. And KD played yeah. one of those games. Yeah, it's um, a nightmare. The, the Bucks are they're toast. They're, wow. they're, they're my toast. favorite, my favorite midseason acquisition idea: mm-hmm. PJ Tucker to the Bucks. They they need to be able to switch. They they could use another defensive upgrade. He wouldn't cost a ton. Who makes the game winning shot though? I I think PJ Tucker to the Bucks needs to happen. How? I don't think it will they help them beat picks. the Bucks. They're frauds. <laughs> I mean the Nets. They're frauds. <laughs> they don't have any picks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I guess they got I, nothing. Nothing to offer. But. Dante DiVincenzo gonna oh let's get, let's get him to Houston. <laughs> That's what they need. Dante DiVincenzo and Kevin Porter Jr. That's going to save the Rockets. I'm old enough to remember when he was the major centerpiece of a bogey signing trade. So (laughs) before that guy, Dante irresponsibly leaked. Oh, man. And five days before free agency started. That one. Wait for that 30. That trade. That 30 for 30 is going to be amazing. Trey, are they frauds or not? The Milwaukee Bucks winning the East. It pains me, but yes, they're still frauds. Still. I like that they're trying new stuff, though. They are. They're trying they to get are. more flexible. They're trying to learn things that will actually help them come playoff time. Yeah, it's a it's a broken Look. marriage. It's just I like, yo, what if we went to Applebee's yeah. tonight? <laughs> right? like, you know, yeah, spice we're things still up. a very good they're team. Couples but therapy. Frauds. Yeah, yeah. Just um, trying to learn how to Milwaukee switch. Bucks. Not Milwaukee Bucks fans are not even saying that they're gonna go to the finals. Yeah, they have been remarkably quiet. And I don't know if that's just a morning of eerie. Or no, it was the, it was, it was the bubble humble. That is, but. Yeah, the bubble moment. Yeah, because that the bubble humble was the the most humbling thing ever. I bro. think a lot of because that was supposed to be. The I think year, a lot of fan bases would have been like, "Hey, man, Giannis got hurt." Otherwise, but they just got wrecked. And and I just I don't know who could have seen that coming, Jay. You know who could have seen the Miami Heat just smacking the Milwaukee Bucks <laughs> around and boasting about that for months, months prior to it happening. You know, before the period shutdown. of my life, I would like to forget about it if I could. <laughs> 
<laughs> Jay Crowder is missed sorely. Jay Crowder is missed. Here we go. Here we go. That's when he built the shrine to Jay Crowder. It was <laughs> it was that Buck series where Jay Crowder hit Here like fifty percent of his threes. No, he he had that he the had Bucks that shrine. Constructed from that one year he shot 38% for the Boston Celtics, but he'd had a tarp over it for years and he dusted off that tarp. He pulled it over. He said, Hello, hey. old friend. Good to see you <laughs> I'm again. I'm telling you, Bucks might have won the title last year if it wasn't for Jay Crowder. What? I don't even I don't even believe that. Oh, I don't I don't even believe that. That was gonna be that was gonna be a take right there. Let me um, ask you uh, of, uh, yeah. let me just quickly. They fire Coach Bud if if they uh, disappoint in the playoffs this year. Yes or no? I feel like they would have fired him last year, but Giannis must like him. Does it matter? Right? How and now that Giannis is signed, they they need to move on if if they have a similar playoff outing. Yeah, I guess I think to me it matters how they lose. Mm-hmm. Maybe they have to make the conference finals. Like if they lose in the second round. I mean, so I want to see Giannis so coached a, by D'Antoni. Is it a disappointment if they lose to uh, um, Philadelphia or Miami? I mean, like. I think losing to Miami will get him fired. I think wow. losing to Absolutely. losing to 100%. Philly could get him fired. I don't think losing to Brooklyn will get him fired. No. This depends how they lose to Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah if they if they get the, if it's the Heat series all over again, then there's nothing they can do. I think it's just like <laughs> Jason, I think if they can get a hand up on some three-pointers that are going against them in the playoffs yeah. this time, that will show improvement. Even if they go in, just like just marginal closeouts by by Pat Connaughton. They'll be like, all right, we've we figured it out. We're on the we're on the right path. <laughs> I think that I think that'll I think that'll uh, he's gotta get fired. Let's just fire him. Saunders. We fired Lloyd Pierce. Let's just get him out of there right now. Oh Lord. I need can, Mike D'Antoni coaching Giannis. I need it. I kind of want Brad Stevens to coach Giannis in Milwaukee. Ooh. Wow. That's what I want. I think that's the move right there. Um, you know what else is the move? Checking out Take Line with Jason Concepcion and Renee Montgomery uh, via Crooked Media and also the All Caps NBA video series. Jason, give us a preview of what's to come on both of these projects. Uh, take line, me and Renee Montgomery, two-time WNBA champion. We're going to be talking about sports. We're going to be doing all this uh, kind of conversations that one would have about sports. We're uh, looking at the games, analyzing deals and such, but we're going to really lean into the crookedness of it all, talking about social justice, uh, you know, player empowerment, uh, labor rights, all that kind of stuff that that is interwoven in sports conversations, but that other places will often like shy away from. And then All Caps NBA is, you know, it's the inheritor to uh, NBA desktop's throne. We're going to be looking at the NBA through the lens of the internet. And it's going to be fun. A lot of Friday. Spencer Hawes talk. A lot of Spencer Hawes. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> make, make sure you check out Waz on all caps NBA when it's Spencer Hawes month. Uh, on Crooked Media right there. Uh, Stop Jason- the vote! <laughs> Stop <laughs> Jason, thanks for joining us for Jason Concepcion, for Trevon Edwards, Jay King, Wazzy Lambrom, Zach Harvard. Keep it locked in on The Athletic and check out Take Line and All Caps NBA. Dave, you coward! <laughs> <laughs>